0: You are listening to Sunday Drivers, a NASCAR series on the Variety Sports Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Sunday drivers. I am Dan. Today I am joined by Linus. Uh, Linus, how are you? I'm
1: good,
0: thanks. How are you? Oh, not too bad. It's been a couple weeks since we've done an episode. So in this episode, we're going to talk about Sonoma and we're going to talk about Knoxville last night. Uh, so, and a couple things have happened, uh, noteworthy news in the past couple weeks. So first and foremost, want to talk about. Uh, Clint Boyer, real quick. A lot of us, he wasn't in the Sonoma broadcast. A lot of the people thought he had got fired by Fox, but turns out it was a lot worse than that. He uh, accidentally hit a pedestrian exiting the highway, from what I understand, uh, which is incredibly unfortunate. But it sounds like Clint Boyer is not going to be facing any charges. Uh, just gonna need a lot of therapy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a terrible thing to have happen, but
1: you know, based on what they've reported so far, it sounds like there's no blame on him. So just hope he gets the help he needs to get through this, because obviously, if you're not at all in the fault, you've still done it. So just right, hope he gets the help that he needs. Very Whoa. unfortunate for everyone involved, obviously.
0: I mean, there's a couple incidents that's like, you know Tony Stewart and Kevin Ward, and then uh, I don't know if you watch pro wrestling, but a couple years ago, Rey Mysterio drop kicked a guy in the back of the head and killed him instantly. Ouch! Just one of those uh, unfortunate things. I, you know, um, I don't know how you live with it, but hopefully he does. We here at the podcast wish the best for Clint. Hopefully he's back in the booth next year, but who knows? I. I have no idea what the weight of what happened to him is. So uh, hopefully he's able to get the help and talk to somebody. But, all right, uh, though, and then a tweet surface this week uh, stating that NASCAR is really close to announcing, announcing a Chicago Street course next year. Um, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm just going to get my bucket. Hang on.
1: No, I I don't know. I mean, uh, I I hate street courses. There is like one street course in the world that I kind of enjoy watching, and that would be Melbourne in Australia, where F1 goes. Probably because it got runoff areas and stuff like that. So I don't know. um, hmm. Maybe maybe they can make it work. Maybe not. I mean, I was I've been skeptical to a few things they've tried recently. And most of them have turned out good, so I'm going to wait until I see what happens. But I would rather have them go to Road America again or to some other new street uh, road course rather than going to a street course which seems to be just full of 90 degree turns as well. Yeah, uh, it's not going to be good.
0: But you know, I'll I'll uh, I'll wait and see what happens. And uh, yeah, yeah. And the big thing right now is that Road America hasn't renewed their their contract for next year uh there's people are you know guessing that they're waiting to see what the the race is going to do this year but you know we're we're a month away from that and they still haven't signed so we might lose road america next year my i would like to see mid-ohio that has provided some good races for the xfinity series um i I think it's due a shot at the cup level, but what uh what road course would you drop?
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't really like with the format they have now. I'm not a big fan of the big long road courses. Uh, road America was a decent race last year, and the fans there seem to love it, so that's one reason why I don't see why they would not come back. Uh, but if I had to choose or get to choose I would take away Circuit of the Americas yeah I, I just don't understand why they went there in the first place, obviously we didn't get to see what sort of racing we put on because of the rain, but I don't know, It's uh, with the format they have they can't run road courses longer than 1 minute fifteen, one 1 minute 20 seconds because it just messes up when you throw the caution every 15 laps because of the stages I and mean, in the truck series it gets even worse so
0: yeah i um I am not a big fan of the road course we're talking about today, Sonoma. Uh, i I really think it's had a very long time uh, to produce great finishes, and I can only think of three or you know in the last 20, 30 years. i I think Sonoma, they have tried to do a lot to make the races entertaining, but I think it's time to be put out the pasture.
1: Yeah, it's uh, I mean, has there been any road courses always put on great finishes? Yeah, I mean every track has that, but I just don't see apart from Wilkins Glen.
0: Yeah, um, I was gonna to say
1: really I don't see why they gotta keep going to these road courses, you know. But
0: Well a lot of a lot of people forget, but a couple of years ago, if you went into the uh comment section on any NASCAR post, all the fans were like, We want short tracks and we want a variety of road courses. That's mm-hmm. all it was. And the fans were also saying, take away Indianapolis. It's boring. Get rid of that race. So NASCAR responded to that with six or seven road courses. It's mm-hmm. and they I, took away one of the short tracks as well. Yeah. So it's uh, I mean, a couple of years ago, Marcus Smith went on the Dale Jr. download and said, What if we uh what if we put Third on Bristol. Ha ha ha. And Dale Jr. is like, oh, that's a great idea. And now we're here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, like the truck race at Sonoma, they tried that <clears throat> uh, for the first time this year. And man, Cowboys just got to the lead and he ran away. You know, I, it's yeah, Sonoma's just. Up. One of those tracks. Anyone surprised by that? To be honest, but... no. I, I just people can keep you know saying like, oh, he's only winning these races because he's going down there in a superior truck and all that. But the tracks he's won at, I think he he's won at twenty different tracks in the uh, the truck series. At one point before NASCAR started adding all these new races to the schedule, he won at every track, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once he got to the lead, he kind of took off.
1: Plus, he had like, what, five, six, seven, race win one streak, something like that, in the truck series as well. So over the last year, he's not been as dominant as he used to be. Uh, I'm not sure if that's his truck or if that's him or if that's the other drivers, but it's not been – in the last year, it's not been what it used to be.
0: I, after, he's he, after he won his second championship, He's he hasn't been at the same level where he was pre-2019. Um, but I I mean we only saw one significant like battle for the lead in trucks, that was uh the end end of stage one between Ty Majeski and Tyler Ankrum. Uh that was a pretty good back and forth. Uh we we had kind of a foreshadowing uh Daniel Suarez. Jumped in for Carson Hovik Hovikar Ho-Savar. ho, ho-, Savar. ho-, Savar. ho- Savar. Uh, And he, what, came back from two laps down and finished top 5 Mm-hmm. So then that brings us to uh, the cup race on Sunday. Again, I think I talked to you about this. There was only, like, one pass for the lead on track.
1: Yeah, and that wasn't the first half of a lap after a restart when... Busher outbraked himself or whatever and so ours passed him and that ended up being the pass for the lead that was the only pass for the
0: lead on the green flag in the entire race yeah, I mean the, the only were during pit stop cycles yeah and this is the thing a lot of fans said it was a good race I mean just because somebody good somebody very well deserving of a win won doesn't mean it was a good race I mean he he drove away the final 35 laps or something like that. It's but uh you know it,
1: it was kind of a good race. You know, it's uh, even though they didn't pass for lead, there was always more cars there looking to try and get the lead and further back they were battling, but don't it didn't really look like this car, even though it's you know probably been built to suit a bit better on the road courses. The racing between cars didn't seem like they were as easy to pass with as it's been before, you know. So it's uh, it's kind of hard. I, I, I was <laughs> I was driving home from uh, from the comedy show when I was watching the race, so I wasn't paying that much attention to it, to be honest. But uh, yeah, uh, there was some good racing, but it seems like this car didn't do what they ho- had hoped it would on road course. So I think they were expecting it to be.
0: A lot better racing but it seemed really really hard to pass with this car I mean if it wasn't for this car Kyle Larson probably would have led every lap and then just straight up dominated because there's no touching on that first stage and then he had a he lost the tire then Chase Elliott stepped up and dominated and then he had a pit road penalty so You know, we're seeing pit road affect races more this year, which is making for more exciting finishes. But if that didn't happen, Kyle Larson was going to run away with it again this year.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's surprising to see teams like that have so many mistakes they've had this far this season, especially in a race like that. But then again, going for that same strategy they had last year of winning – well, accidentally winning both stages and then the race, which it was last year. Obviously, they tried that again, but it just wouldn't work for them. And I think that's also due to this car because it's a lot closer, closer and it's a lot harder to pass. And then obviously with the penalty, that didn't help either. So, um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, they'll figure something out for for the remaining, what is it, five road course races this season. So, yeah, a few coming up over the next month or so
0: especially with um especially with trucks and infinity cuz they go to mid ohio too. Mhm. Um yeah, that's,
1: uh, that's a good track. I hope there's going to be some great racing there. Yeah, like I you said I would like to see cup going there as well, I'm just not sure they have the infrastructure for it at the moment with the pit stalls and everything surrounding it, but I mean
0: Yeah, um and also the uh the Road course that the truck truck series used to go to in Canada. I can't remember the name of it right now, but that always uh, produced for
1: sport.
0: yeah. this is no, called. Cool. That uh that always produced good good races too, but they kind of just threw it towards the the wayside. But yeah. um Bubba Wallace's tough season continues. He loses an engine in the first I think ten laps of the race, five laps mm-hmm. of the race. <sighs> that I
1: say he didn't miss a shift either. and That's what's so weird about it blowing up so early, because a lot of people were saying it hey, probably just downshifted instead of upshifting. But
0: from what I've seen, at least they're saying that that's not what happened. So I'm not really sure. I mean happened. his his team owner did the same thing a couple of weeks ago, you know uh, or. Yeah. Not probably more of a couple months ago, he missed a shift and completely yeah, that blew like the...
1: auto club or something. Race number two, yeah, went to upshift and
0: pulled it, uh, go to third and put it forward into first instead. And then, uh, the unthinkable happens, Cody Ware gets a stage point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, NBC tweeted about that. That was pretty fun. Cody uh, <laughs> post your favorite, uh. <laughs> just post your favorite anime or something like that in order. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I, uh, I, I love the fact that, that NASCAR knows he's a nerd, you know, (laughs) just playing with it. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of pit road penalties that affected the outcome of this race, but I couldn't think of a more deserving guy, uh, to get, to get a win on, uh, at Sonoma than Daniel Suarez. I mean, talk about a guy who has experienced up and da- ups and downs, has just worked really hard. Uh, I mean, two years ago, he didn't qualify for the Daytona 500 because he was racing for God Brothers Racing. Now, mm-hmm. now he uh, he's competing with one of the top teams in NASCAR right now with Trackhouse. So it was the celebration was really fun too. Uh, I'm also I'm also very glad that NASCAR has not fined him for. Uh, I think, fuck yeah, amigos! He screamed, so mm-hmm. it it was good.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's great to see him. Plus, as well, they've won most of the road course races now. Obviously, the first one being a bit more controversial than this one at Koda, where. He uh, sent Almondinger way out of the way. Chastain did, but it's uh, it's great to see Saras finally getting that win. He's had quite a bit of bad luck throughout the season, so not only to get a bad result, but to get his first win of the season now, uh, and on the road course as well shows that he he's uh, capable of uh, being fast there as well. Because uh, I've not really seen him as a top driver on road course before, but in this car apparently, you know, he's he's quick everywhere, just like Chastain. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun to see how far those two can get in the
0: playoffs. Absolutely. I mean, I I hope the best for Suarez cuz even I mean, I think it's it was also kind of cool that Suarez got to win a race while one of the owners that gave up on him uh, you know, is not gave up on him, but released him after a year was able to call his victory, you know. Mhm. Um Speaking of AJ Allmendinger real quick, did you see that he drove that entire race without power steering? No, I didn't.
1: At least not from what I can remember. Like I said, I was driving home. Yeah. I was watching the race. A majority of... with his car. I remember that.
0: But. Yeah, a majority of his race was run without power steering, and he was able to manhandle that car in the top 10 before. Uh, I think he got a flat... What? Um... Really good top three. I mean, we had uh, Daniel Suarez won the race. Uh, Chris Busher was second, and then Michael McDowell was third. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people forget, but McDowell is a road racer. His oh, yeah. only they
1: had a solid race all, all race long.
0: So I good for them. I think that's his fifth top ten this year, uh, which is the the most. This is so far. This is the best. Season of his career, and I wouldn't write off Michael McDowell sneaking a win. I, he is a good driver, and it definitely looks like he's starting. To, his team is starting to figure out this new car.
1: Yeah, he's got three more road courses before the playoff begins, plus the finale at Daytona. So he could uh, he could very well sneak in a win, um, as well as could could a lot of other drivers there is still. I think I saw something. Eight drivers that won last season hasn't won yet this season. So, um, I think a uh, win might not guarantee you a part in the playoffs anymore. So Daniilman uh, should start watching out because he's down in twenty-first in the standing. So
0: I see all these analysts just going like, "Oh, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen." Like we're, you know, we're not. We're almost to the halfway in the season. Are we just switched? Uh, Next week is going to be NBC. Mm -hmm. We have 12 different winners. Uh, We only have, what, three drivers that have two wins. Everybody else has one. There's, it's not out of the realm of possibilities that all the races until the playoff starts, we could see a different driver at each race. I think next year might be completely different now you know, after a year's worth of data and everything, but the the days of drivers winning six or seven races a year might be done.
1: Yeah, at least for the foreseeable future because uh, this season obviously is going to be extreme because it's the new car, but like I say, next year we might see 10, 11 winners over the full season, but I mean, there is so many good drivers that still hasn't won this season. If they Obviously, we might get 17, 18 over the season, but key number here is the next 10 races and i don't see why blaney truex bell maybe harvick reddick and maybe out in could win and that makes it 18 so
0: wallace i mean we got we got the plate race at atlanta coming up too we got yeah. daytona i if i mean if wallace stays out of the the wall or you know Bad luck doesn't find him. He he could win at a mile and a half, true, too. too yeah. You know,
1: and Busher showed speed at Sonoma, so he could win a road course. McDowell
0: could win a road course. You know, this just no saying he, he will and won't win. And with uh Nashville coming up next week, remember last year everybody had all the brake and rotor issues at Nashville. Mm-hmm. Who who knows what we're gonna see this time? Uh but Last night was truck race in America uh, Knoxville in Iowa I that that kind of threw me because I don't I don't know much about dirt track racing outside of my local area. Uh, did not realize that Knoxville was in Iowa that really threw me off. Um, but yeah overall it, it wasn't a bad race. it was a lot better than last year. I remember last year we were having, they uh, Talladega S Rats and just uh, all these trucks wadding up. What uh, what were your thoughts on the race? Uh, well, the qualifying heats to begin with the first
1: one made me think, oh god, this is gonna be a long night with someone driving away like that. And then the, the longer it went, the better it got. And then when the race started, it was pretty exciting. Um, wasn't that much battling at the front. But there was quite a few, you know, battles further down the field, other a few drivers who wanted to follow. Uh, Jessica Friesen finally managed to get to run a qualifying race without rain, so she got to start the race and had a decent run until she apparently flipped over, which didn't show. up. Uh, but if you have Twitter, you have probably seen it already.
0: Yeah, um, uh, thank God for good photographers. You know, um, I just I don't get. How a broadcast that brings drones and multiple cameramen on a half-mile track missed the truck flipping. Uh, Glad she is okay. She did have a good race. I mean that both her and Stuart Friesen are really good when it comes to dirt tracks. I think like Stuart Friesen raced like eighty-five dirt races last year and won thirty-eight of them. So he's. He looked really good until he had a tire issue during a race. Um, I mean, he got his first win at Eldora a couple of years ago. So one, so the racing was a lot better last year. But one thing I did notice, and I I hate to sound like the older fans, but the uh, the grandstands looked a little light in attendance, uh, mm-hmm. especially compared to last year. Now there's, I've seen, I saw people that were there that like, oh, it wasn't as empty, but do they return to Knoxville next year? What do you think? I don't know. I mean,
1: the attendance every year seems to depend on how last year's race was, and uh, obviously now with the new car, they won't know what's waiting. So. Obviously, we're in the trucksness. It's not the new car, but if last year's <laughs> race was a wreckfest, obviously they're not showing up. Yeah. Uh, with uh, with in the Cups here, it seems like attendance is almost always based on how last year was, apart from this year, where they seem to be selling out everywhere. But uh, I don't know if if this was the only racing they got, maybe that's why you know. It's uh, dirt fans. They're used to heats, short races, a short feature. You know, here they get four very short qualifying heats and then 150 laps. You know, that's not really what the uh, dirt racing community is used to. Obviously, there's a few races like that, but most people, I think they want this with, you know, more heats, shorter features, different classes. Because very quickly, at least for me, it got very, you know, it seemed like, okay, so what's going to happen now? It just kept on going and going. When you watched a bit of dirt racing, it's supposed to be intense, and then it ends, and then it restarts. But you don't really have that when NASCAR and their different series go to their tracks. So, uh, but still, it was it was quite a good race anyway. But uh, going back there, I, I'm not really sure. Uh, I either depends on the sponsors,
0: I guess. Return it to Eldora, or just be done with it. the The truck race it wasn't always the best at Eldora, but they always packed out the stands. You know they. And they did it right, like you said. They had several heat races, um, but other than that, I I think the experiment failed at Knoxville. I yesterday was a decent race, but like you said, I saw a host of our pull away, and I just kind of I left the audio on, but I wasn't paying attention to it at all. And I'd be interesting to see what the viewership was for last night because they also competed against X. Ex- srx and the arca series and a few other um
1: how do you manage to put all those three on at the same time how do you even make that happen i like don't know sonoma, was it sonoma when there was an Indy car race and they started three minutes apart yeah how how do you do that like you've got a saturday and a sunday and you have from 1 p.m to 7 p.m on the sunday you have five six seven on a saturday you got so many hours to choose from and you start in literally three minutes apart. Like, how does that even happen?
0: I don't know. Um, I will say though, I was pretty surprised to see who won the SRX race. Julio Castro He was a very last-minute addition to the race last night, and he uh and he won. So good for him.
1: Yeah, I saw a tweet about someone in the SRX that had uh bets him that if he won the race they would fund him a seat in nascar next year don't know if that was for one race or for for the season but it would be really cool to see in the cup series at least one time
0: oh yeah i mean we're gonna see kimmy this year that'd be very that'd be cool to see helio next year uh mm-hmm. the spider-man of indy car uh <laughs> And and his celebration, he uh, he climbed the fence in, fr- in front of a bunch of sweaty hicks in Florida. <laughs> uh, I I was reading reports from that race. They were saying it was so hot that even before the end of one of the heat races, people were passing out and is miserable. Um, yeah, uh, Jamie Little in the booth though. Uh, I want more of it. She did an excellent job. Um, I I definitely I think she was better than Trevor uh, last night. There was even a couple of times where she tried to like generate conversation in the booth, and it just kind of died. You know, uh, I I think NASCAR should, if it's with the truck race, cool Xfinity, cool. But I think she should have a permanent seat inside a booth. Yeah,
1: it's. Uh yesterday wasn't really the best race to put her in as a first race either as a play-by-play i don't think uh because it's not you know it's so different to commentate on another race yeah really no so if they because she's done archive by the if they would have put her in like next week i think it would have been a lot easier for her but considering the sort of race that it was she i think she did an amazing job and i can't wait to uh to see what's uh, what's gonna happen in the future if we're gonna let her keep doing it or if this was just a one time deal because someone didn't make it or whatever
0: because Fox is gonna keep doing a truck race this rest of the season right right and um uh, keeping up with the you know how the season's been, hosovar uh his heart is broken again, uh look like he was he <laughs> tonight was his night, just like. Uh, a couple weeks before that and weeks before that um Mm -hmm. he is definitely due for a race do you think he's gonna get the win by the end of the year
1: uh with the speed he's showing if he can just get a little bit of luck i think he's gonna get it eventually and get into the playoff um but you know doing that last night with a broken foot as well standing on crutches i felt so bad for him but it's uh his determination is right there. It's just, he's had so much better. luck. he's bound to stop at some point. And when he does, he's going to be right there.
0: And the optimism he has, you know? And breaking his ankle, it, it didn't change anything. You know, um, before Gateway, he was walking around with the Johnny Depp hat, celebrating uh, the, that court case and everything, and then the ankle injury. But I'm very glad to see it hasn't changed him at all. You know, all these, all these close misses just uh, hasn't really ruined his optimism. And I, I, he has potential to go far. I think if the right teams get behind him in Xfinity, I, I think if he, he doesn't sit around in trucks for a couple more years, like certain drivers before moving up to Xfinity, I think, I think he has a shot at, uh, you know, some longevity in the sport and success
1: yeah so it doesn't seem like the truck series is that much of a feeder series anymore there's like a few quick trucks and then the rest are just there waiting for a spot in the uh, Xfinit series so it would be interesting for me to see how he would do uh, in a good car in the Xfinit series as with a a few quite a few others in the truck series actually seem to struggle just because they're not in in the best equipment with the best you know the crews and that but you know, it's it is what it is. There is a limited number of seats, and obviously only the best or the best funded people are gonna get them,
0: unfortunately. And um Todd Gillen proves that uh DGR does have good speed, just maybe they should look at some different drivers. He uh pulls away with the wind at, at the end. I thought that was a pretty special victory. Um, yeah, he, um...
1: After Josevar disappeared, he led pretty much all the race, but like 20 laps or whatever. So he uh, he was the second quickest truck definitely apart from Josevar. So uh, good to see him get another win. Unfortunately, uh, he's not eligible, I guess. But um, yeah, shows that he's got pace and maybe uh, if he can get in a good car and uh, in up, maybe he can uh, get with there yeah. as well at some point.
0: Well, I mean, he is—he's with Front Row Motorsports. Uh, his teammate Michael McDowell has been showing a lot of speed, so maybe, maybe Todd Gillen—they come across that. Maybe you know figures out this this uh, this next gen body. But I mean, that seventeen truck has had speed this year. I mean, when Ryan Priest gets in it, he almost wins the race. Uh, But in other areas, DGR just seems to be struggling. But they showed us last night they got good equipment. Um, You know, David gets to watch his son win and his equipment, which apparently the race had only been set up like five days prior to that. So, you know, good for them. John Hunter Niemicek leads the points by four. Uh, And I only think they only have, what, four or five races till the playoffs? Because theirs starts very... Yeah, they've got a pretty short schedule.
1: Um, I'm going to see if I can get that up real quick. They yeah. they quite a few Toyota's though at the top of that uh, championship apart from 140 seconds of so Toyota's is definitely dominating the truck series as always.
0: Yeah, and that's that's mostly because, well, I mean, Thor Motorsport, they they got talented drivers and then KBM has uh, has really kind of... Stepped up this year or you know went back to their ways of old because they kind of struggled between 2019 and 2020. But uh, they've had a reinsurgent lately, kind of thanks to John Hunter Nemechek, even though he hasn't been doing as good as he was last year. Yeah, so there
1: is uh, three more races before the truck series goes into the playoffs it's Nashville, Mid Ohio, and Pocono.
0: Yeah, so three completely
1: different tribes.
0: Yeah, I. I think I think we need a longer truck schedule Uh, because you're right it's no longer the feeder series we have competitive drivers week in and week out it's not just one person pulling away with it and uh, I think we need to bump it up to you know maybe 28 races 30 races who knows but I think they deserve uh they deserve more because they really changed the schedule up this year, the variety of tracks that truck is going to compared to any other year. Yeah,
1: they need to do, um, with the few races that they do, I think they do way too many races away from the Cup Series as well. Having that few races, they should at least, all oh, but maybe one or two, be along with the Cup Series because as it is now, you know, they go to Knoxville, they're going to go to Indianapolis Raceway Park, they're going to go to Middle Ohio without the Cup Series they go to so many places where the cup series don't go and i don't really when you have that few races then i don't really see why you wouldn't need to do that
0: i uh i'm glad to see i i have always been a fan of irp i'm glad to see it's back on the schedule this year though i i would like to see the the xfinity race there too like it used to be both uh, the trucks in Xfinity race at IRP. The big boys race at Indianapolis. But I don't know. Uh, diverse schedule is more diverse than it was, you know, 10, 15 years ago. So who knows? I have a feeling they're going to wait late in the year to release next year's schedule. So there's probably going to be more changes to it. Yeah, probably.
1: I mean, there's... Uh... There's a few races they've let go. They might take one of them back or two, but Chicagoland doesn't seem like it's going to be coming back. Yeah, Kentucky, you never know. Um,
0: Chicagoland's making more money than now than they were hosting NASCAR races, so yeah. I doubt that track's ever going to come back. Yeah, unfortunately.
1: and Unfortunately, we might be getting a street course race instead, but who knows? Yeah.
0: It- I don't know. I was I was hearing a rumor. I really doubt it. Like I said, just a rumor, but there is talk if a street race comes to Chicago, then Xfinity and trucks would go to Chicagoland. I I don't know. But who knows? Uh NASCAR is just trying a lot of stuff. Just like any any other one of the big sports or racing uh F1's trying a lot, IndyCar's trying a lot. I think uh all three s- sports are are seeing an influx of new fans. Yeah. But I don't know. i going to
1: go to the Chicago street course, The one thing I'd like to see is a companion race or a double with IndyCar.
0: Yeah. I so,
1: Why well, not? It's it's about time that they finally do that properly.
0: Yeah, I I I said this too. I if they're gonna do a street course, then why not have IndyCar on Saturday, NASCAR on Sunday? I, yeah. Uh, they're, they're doing
1: Indianapolis with IndyCar this year, right? It's been a series.
0: Yeah. Um I Yeah. I mean they're already gonna mess traffic up in Chicago. Might as well make it a whole weekend, you know? Mm-hmm especially the area I think they're going to go to is a very main traffic part of Chicago. So hopefully I'll, I'll be in the city next year. So I definitely am going to the street race, regardless of how I feel about it. I just, I think it's cool. Um, The novelty, the idea of it, you know, stock cars in the street, but it can be a, it could be a complete follow the leader race, and it probably will be i mean i that's how road courses usually are but mm, yeah it's uh, but the
1: problem I have with them is that you basically don't see anything from anywhere. that's my issue with most road courses though, but street course especially there's no way to put up stand where you'll see a lot of the track it's just you know you see a corner or two and then and the cars just disappear for a minute and a half. But yeah. Like I said before, I'm, I'm going to wait until I see the race, until I say that it's a good or bad thing. But I'm, I'm not a big fan going into it. So I can yeah. only be surprised in a good way. That's, that's the only good thing about that, I guess.
0: I, uh, I've been hesitant about going to a road course for that reason. But tracks like Road America, uh, their ticket's just a general admission. You can walk the entire track throughout the race because yeah. um, I do it a lot of reading into it, but the entire track uh, is a national wildlife preserve. So you're able to walk around and it just sounds like a cool experience. But other than that, I mean, it just, it doesn't sound exciting to see like what, you know, one car go by with the 13 second lead and then everybody else. So but anyway, next week we are in Nashville. Uh any predictions for Nashville?
1: Uh well, I mean with this season it's almost impossible. I, I'd like to say Kyle Larson, uh, but it's uh Honestly, I have no idea. It feels like Trackhouse is going to be up there again. I hope Tyler Reddick uh, can get some luck, maybe finally get his win. Um, Toyota definitely needs to bounce back after what happened last week. Oh, yeah. one car P-18 and the next P-26 or whatever.
0: Yeah, so, it was like 26th to 30th and then Bubba Wallace finished dead last. Yeah, uh, there.
1: So it's uh, –
0: I, I have no idea, but and that's that's wild because coming off Kansas, you know, dominate, 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 and then you know Sonoma, they just went away for some reason. But yeah, yeah, I uh, I have a feeling we'll see a, a Chevy at the front. They've been really good at the mile and a half this year, um, but who knows? I mean, that track. It's not that the track's demanding, but it's the heat that they're going to experience with these cars. And last year, we saw the rotors just basically explode. So who knows? I have no idea. I know it's probably going to be a good race. Um, but... This being the Ally 400, I'm going
1: to say Alex Bowman. you know, it's NASCAR
0: after all. So Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but anyway that's um that's all I got thank you everybody for listening there is merch available for the variety sports podcast I think the link will probably be in the notes of this but anyway uh thanks for listening and uh we'll talk to you next week